Hello, welcome to That Film Stew. I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins. Written and directed by Robert Schwenk. Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins is the action film based on Hasbro's G.I. Joe franchise, serving as an origin story for the title character created by Larry Hammer. The movie is out now, but if you haven't watched Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Henry Golding stars as Snake Eyes in this reboot of the G.I. Joe film series. Despite a global pandemic, Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins was released in cinemas. Jason, you have the plot. Snake Eyes is a tenacious loner who is welcomed into an ancient Japanese clan called the Arashikage after saving the life of their heir apparent. Upon arrival in Japan, the Arashikage teach Snake Eyes the ways of the ninja warrior while also providing something he's been longing for, a home. But when secrets from his past are revealed, Snake Eyes' honour and allegiance will be tested, even if that means losing the trust of those closest to him. (laughs) Okay, let's start with G.I. Joe as a franchise. I recently did a review of The Rise of Cobra, that first live-action movie on an episode of Sounds Like Comics. My history with G.I. Joe, familiar with the toys. I've not seen the cartoon series. I've not seen animated movies. I've only seen those first two G.I. Joe films, The Rise of Cobra and Retaliation. What about you? I, like, I know of the toys. Like, I know of their existence. Like you, uh, well, I've never had, I never had the toys. Um, and never played with the toys ever really touched one of the toys i don't think um the tv show never yeah never (laughs) never watched it i have watched the first movies the first movie of the of the live action movies um but to be honest i don't really remember much of it and i don't remember it being good at all so i never i never ended up checking out that second one just because i had no interest I guess in the franchise, in 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 all of it. So yeah, like to me, it's GI Joe, not really an IP that I've ever gravitated towards. But here we are, Snake Eyes. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> this, yes, okay. So this is a different approach, isn't it? Like that first movie, The Rise of Cobra. You've got Channing Tatum, Marlon Wayans, and then they quickly. I mean, Wayans doesn't even come back for Retaliation. Channing Tatum does for a little bit, and then it becomes the Rocks him? movie. I heard that. I mean, do they kill it? The spoiler character? warning for the old movie. Oh, well, my yes, bad, they my bad. they do very early in the movie. But anyway, so we've got those two live action films then, and then it had been years to were trying to develop a third film. It didn't happen, and now they're looking to give like characters origin stories, starting with Snake Eyes. And hopefully, just having this is the start of something bigger. Yeah, yeah. Look, going into this, I mean, I I checked out some of the trailers as they were coming out, and um, at that point in time, I had no i i it gained I gained no interest in watching this. It came out in in 
cinemas and theatres. I had no interest in watching it. You were trying to convince me. I was like, nah, I'm not gonna, <laughs> not gonna, do hey, it. I'm not gonna do it. I was persistent. It worked. <laughs> now we've got it. Now we've got it um, more accessible that we can we can watch it at home or whatnot. And um, you were like, watch it, and I was like, I don't want to, but I did. I watched it. That's. I just want to full disclosure point it like just lay it all out there how I felt going into this movie. But I gotta say, you know, like it's not as bad as I. It's just saying it now it's not as bad as i thought it looked having said that though and we will i guess this is where we we get into the the full-fledged review of it all the snake eyes origin story on the back of what you just said there <laughs> it's um it's not good not necessarily bad it's, it's not no. It's, it's, it's somewhere. It's a dumpster fire. Yeah. I was just. I was. I. I pretty much spent the whole movie waiting to find out how Snake Eyes would lose his voice. Because <laughs> I thought that was a staple of the character. The whole thing I... is that the character can't speak. Like, and I think I read something like in one comic that he takes a vow of silence. But then there's another version where he gets his vocal cords cut. And that's why he can't speak. All this movie does for this character is by the end of it, he's he's got a suit. Oh, you mean the end of the film where he becomes Snake Eyes? Yeah, like ten minutes maybe? If you're looking for the origin of the Snake Eyes character in this movie, what it is is that he gets a suit and a motorbike and he has made a contact with someone from G.I. Joe. That's it. That's the origin. There's stuff that happens, but like you said, there's nothing about his voice or why he chooses to for any time you see him forevermore completely covered and there's nothing that paints that picture. I, I don't understand what the point of this movie was. I it's one it. of those things where they'll cast an actor like, you know, Henry Golding. They're not going to put him in a mask for two hours. And no, I, I, I get that. I get that. I mean, but I, that's the character. That's the character. Yeah. Like I those, just figured, you know, going, I know we've moved on, but those first two movies, Ray Park, he was Snake Eyes. The character is a stuntman. <laughs> yeah, he's some acting. We've all seen X Men, Toad, okay, Darth Maul. Okay. He's done some acting <laughs> and other stuff. But he was he was a silent character. Like, that was it. Silent in, in those movies, yeah, in those movies, he was a stuntman. That's what, more what I was trying to say. But I mean, that's it. Like his character is this mysterious. Like that's and I guess that was that's. You know, from what I know of the character, that's the appeal, right? Like he is he doesn't talk, he just he just kills things. For me, he's pretty badass. He's the appeal dark. of the character is the last 10 minutes of the movie. It's kind of like it finally starts to go in a direction that okay, yes, this is what I would like to see. End credits. Like, oh. <laughs> oh great. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I gotta say, I mean, look, with when it comes to like that last, you know, uh, 
I won't say the last third, but I mean, yeah, like the last 10, 15 minutes, you know, there's quite a lot of action. There's, there's, a, there's a bit of stuff going on. And, you know, it gets pretty fun and you're like, oh, you know, I'm enjoying this. There's a few things going on. But it's, again, I feel like it's not really an origin of this character. It's just at some point he he's given a suit. And then he's like, okay, well, this is my next adventure. This is what i got to do. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, he we doesn't did... see, yeah. Hmm. We did get some Joe connections. So we've got Samara weaving in here as Scarlet. Baroness. She's in this movie as well. You know, we, we later find that we've also got, I'm blanking on his name, Storm Shadow. Yeah. He's a character that's pretty much in the majority of the movie and it's revealed his true identity, which we, we all knew who that's who he was. We all oh, I mean, halfway th- we didn't need a halfway through the movie, there was, to reveal that there was like, <laughs> yeah. halfway through the movie there's is an exchange of dialogue where i, I i've got a paraphrase because I, I can't remember exactly what it was but it was like there's like what is it like there's a there's a storm coming and uh, i don't know you're the shadow that's looming over or something <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's probably not even close yeah. to what it was yeah. and i was like we all know of course we're talking about tommy he's wearing white most of the time, <laughs> you know, like Storm Shadow. <laughs> Even with him, like if we were, you know, this this movie is very much, um, you know, an, a Cobra Origins, you know, like Storm Shadow, uh, you know, story as much as it is uh, Snake Eyes. I just feel like by the end of it, much like with Snake Eyes, I just, I don't really know why he's turned to the dark side. <laughs> like... I get it. At the end, he's kind of gets, you know, he gets disowned. almost disowned. He gets disowned. You know, and, and I suppose that good. It's like, mate, just go get a job. Get a job. Don't. don't well, he devoted his whole don't... life to his family and their cause. Oh, I get it. And then he gets get disowned. It. Then he's upset. And he blames Snake Eyes. That's where they're. But few... he seemed like such a. He just seemed like such a clued on character for the most part until. I guess Snake Eyes kind of screws him over a few times. He does. Great. So I, I he really does, doesn't he? I fell for Tommy because he'd been betrayed. Yeah. I don't think he's supposed to. You know what? Maybe he does, be... have, he does have good reasons for turning into turning into a bad guy. He's like, no, nah, you know, screw this. He's supposed turning to be cheering, <laughs> cheering for Snake Eyes. Okay. Can, can we talk about the anacondas? Because I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> like, what's going on right now? And then they revisit the anacondas later on. But this whole yeah, thing, pull back, like, pull back. I get it. Well, that's how the His character's yeah. name is Snake Eyes. I get it. The bad guy's Cobra. Ooh, snakes. But now there's these big giant... Well, I guess anacondas are big anyway. But still, they, they come in and you're supposed to be calm and then they won't attack you. And if you're the one, you'll be okay. I, I just, oh, look. I know I disliked they, all of that. I disliked I know all the anaconda stuff. They refer to them as being anacondas. I was like, okay, but they're they're just they're real animal creatures. Okay, cool. But I mean, just the way they looked, just I mean, I, I like you said, anacondas are big, but they I don't know. They, they were more like basilisks than like anacondas and then big snakes. They were, they were like monsters. They were, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they, they look like first, snakes. Like I first they, they got them, 
it's like is is this like a mythical thing like what is going on because like that gi joe it's a military toy line that's yeah. what it is like what's it would have been if, the, if it was just like oh that pit is actually like a hollow deck um <laughs> you know we do our training down there and you know we, we can fight holographic giant snake i don't know like okay that's that's fine but that's not what it was yeah you're right like it's it has very mythical, very mystical, maybe mystical is probably the, the better word, very mystical, um, even though they were just meant to be, you know, animals. But just the way, I don't know, it was very Harry Potter-ish down there in that pit. It was like Snake Eyes and the Chamber of Secrets. Was, you know what I mean? Yes, no, it, it does. You know, I was like thinking, I mean, they're clearly wanting this to be the start of something big. And I was reading something that basically what they were looking to do with this movie is make G.I. Joe for millennials, modernize it. Mm. That was their approach with this film. Make it a bit edgier. I don't think they've done it. I don't think that's what this film is. No, no. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel very modern. And that's clearly what they were trying to do. Henry Golding, like we've seen him in things, Crazy Rich Asians, The Gentleman, he was really good in that. He's a good actor. Christmas movie. Last Christmas, he was good in that. Yeah, Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's better than this film. This is not a very good film. Yeah. I don't put it down to his performance or nothing. No, I don't. His performance is fine. Like, you know, it was all good. And it looked like he was, he seemed genuinely committed to trying to do a good job. But I mean, like, I think it comes down to his, his character of just being pretty naff. Like, he's supposed to be cool. He's snake eyes. I mean, like, at no point was I like, I mean, at the end when he's, you know, like, he's shooting up the place and, you know, swords and stuff like it's pretty it does kind of get pretty badass but to do you know, to, do you know what, not, a, not to a level that i would have expected it to be it's not his character supposed to be amazing yes his character lots of people's right? favorite yeah his the character, character is supposed to be the, the focus whereas again you got henry golding he's going to be the focus we want to put him up on screen but at the end of this movie he becomes snake eyes and when Snake Eyes is Snake Eyes, like, you know, whether it's a toy, the other movies, the cartoon, is always covered. Where, where does Henry Golding go after this? <laughs> if, <laughs> yeah, if, they do a, if they do a follow-up or, you know, like, a, you know, build the franchise from here, it's like he... He'd be covered the whole they time. They could replace him. They could yeah, replace they him. They could say, look, thanks for your... Good effort in that, uh, but you know, from here on out, it's um, it's Mandalorian style, you know, like it's uh, you think, um, up, I mean, it could phone in <laughs> just his voice, maybe they could get Ray Park on the phone, <laughs> be like, I might we need to, to, to step well, back into I mean, the, the boots like, on if they're gonna lean into it and they're gonna do snake eyes and you know, like they've done before, it's completely covered, it's got the moves. You don't need to bring back Henry Golding. In fact, it's, it's as if, like, for the franchise to get things started, it served his purpose. But I mean, again, it's like at the end of this movie, it's not like I felt like, oh, we're never going to see him 
take off the suit because nothing in this movie told us that he's now devoted to some sort of I don't know oath or something where it's he's like I'm gonna like uh, you know I'm gonna embody this like this is now Snake Eyes this is who Snake Eyes is um lurking in the shadows never speaking I'm just gonna become a symbolic like yeah you're right beast is Nothing in this movie tells us that. It, it's like he puts it on because he's, a, he's he, you know, he's getting on his bike. So essentially he's just yes. putting his motorcycle helmet on they've and he's gone for something. a ride, you know? They've missed they, something they because he... The origins. Yeah. They missed the origins. There is sacrifice with this character. And again, you know, usually he can't speak, but there is sacrifice. He just put a helmet on to ride his bike. <laughs> I just say. Yeah, it's, I'm pretty sure when he gets... Yeah. When he gets to where he needs to, I don't know, like the, uh, where is he going? Catch a boat, catch a plane, bus stop. I don't know. He's going to take his helmet off. No. <laughs> if, they, if they make more, Snake Eyes will wear the suit. That's the character. Like it was, mm. it was more than just a nod to his origins. You know, like in the, you know, the toys and the comics. Yeah, and the cartoon. Yeah. It was more than a nod to that. Like at the end of the film, that's now what he wears. That's the look of the character. Like, I want to believe that. And, uh, you know, we can only assume, but the movie, if you're just going by this movie, that's not what I agree. they established. I, I, I agree. Which if, is, if you look at it, the direction they'd want to go, they need the character in the suit. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mentioned already post credit scene. I forgot that I watched it if I'm honest. And I saw in your show notes, post credit scene, I thought, oh, I better jump on YouTube and watch it. And oh no, I did. It's Baroness on a plane. Storm Shadow. Yeah. That was it. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just revealed to us that he's Storm Shadow. What a, we know. What a tooth. No, like, come on. Already. All right, before we get to the rating, we could talk a little bit about what Hasbro is looking to do here like this is this is going to be what it's supposed to be and i've not looked at the box office it's supposed to be the start of something big and not just for gi joe the idea is that they're going to cross over and build like a shared universe because that's the thing that everybody wants to do with hungry hungry hippo i mean they are that is hasbro isn't it you know not with is that um, actually is that a- <laughs> no, not is with those guys. I, I mean, that is Hasbro, isn't it? The board game. Not board game, but the, yeah, the game, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Hasbro. Okay, so this is, this is the plan. So the movie is a reboot of the G.I. Joe property on film, so we've covered that already. And it's intended to be part of a shared universe of features based on Hasbro properties with G.I. Joe Ever Vigilant. Now, that was supposed to come out before this. And then they swapped them around in the in the schedule. Oh. So that was going to be a pure G.I. Joe movie. They're also looking to introduce on screen Visionaries, Knights of the Magical Light. Remember those toys with the hologram chess? Sure. No. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> These are all like toys of the 80s. So they're, they're coming. Okay. All right. And slightly before my time. So there might the be a show few Mask. Not the Jim oh, Carrey yes. mask, but you know. The, no, 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 no. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Which stands for Mobile Armored Strike Command, of course, command with a K. So Mask are coming, and Rom, Space Nine, and also Micronauts. 
They're like little transformers. Oh, wow. So these what about my all... little pony? Are they into? No. There they're here. But what I just mentioned there, those properties are all <laughs> said to be part of a shared universe that will originate with Snake Eyes. You know what? Much like the um, Dark Universe, I think Dead on Arrival. I think um, from this movie, I don't know. I, I don't, yeah, I think either a false start. If... <laughs> If they want to, pres- if they want to proceed, maybe they can turn things around. But I to think proceed, they'd have to accept a loss and put more money than they should into a sequel. I mean, it wouldn't if you. It's a business. Movie making is a business. I don't think they can justify it at this stage. But you still like that other project, that more traditional GI Joe film. That's already in production or already been made or no or there's no cast there's no nothing, nothing. no no nah, nothing's happening then nothing's See, happening yeah they they slow down they, early on that one unless they've started unless they've started production on on something then then uh, i mean if if they do go forward with one of those other projects you know like mask or, or something like that they might just be like, let's just make that its own thing or if that's really successful maybe they'll incorporate other things later on into that and you ignore see, this one. That's that's smart. Like, make a Snake Eyes movie. You know, at some point, make a Mask movie. At some point, you know, make a Visionaries movie. And if individually they're successful after a while, cross them over. But to have that intent mm. from the get-go, it's just too ambitious. Remember Universal's Dark Universe? Uh, yes, film, yeah, what I just mummy. referred to. The Mummy, Dead on Arrival. Oh, did you mention that one already? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I was looking ahead like, in my notes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, another example. Vin Diesel, Bloodshot. Remember, that was supposed to be the next big right, thing. Yeah. Valiant, all the characters were going to come together. Vin Diesel yeah. leading the charge. And we've not heard anything in a long time. So we've got Bloodshot this year. This year we've got Snake Eyes. Do you know what? I think the, the G.I. Joe franchise, I don't think it's the IP is as popular as I think anyone gives it credit for. I, I, I mean, I mean, I could be completely outside of the circle because, you know, just because I don't have that connection to the, the IP or the franchise or anything like that. But I mean, it's a toy line from the 80s. It, it doesn't have that appeal like Transformers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That kind of thing. It's you know, it's they're military-based soldier men. You know, like okay, there's a secret, you know, evil organization sort of tied in there as well as the villains. But I mean, it's 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 very dated in what it actually yeah. kind of is. And I don't know, I don't know if the if the fans are there and and they haven't made any sort of effort to reach like you know, a younger audience. I mean, well, I think, I think the, the effort is trying to, you know, doing the reboot. Like these movies. With Henry Golding mm. and having Snake Eyes be the, the main character. I guess that was, you know, they tried something a little bit different. I just, yeah, it, it should be a cool film about a cool character. And we just don't get that. No, it's not. And look, again, it's, it's a... It's a serviceable movie. It's not like I didn't watch it and go, "Wow, this is a dumpster fire of of of, of nothing." Like, 
there's a movie here about a guy and you know like joining this this these group of people and then but we don't really see I mean, you know, the Joes, though. I mean, the Joes towards the end. We hear about... No, 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 no. No, I'm referring to the... Yes, I, I got like, it. Yes. Joining, you know, the... I'm not saying the name of the, the group again, the clan. But I realised you know, as soon as I <laughs> spoke that that's who you <laughs> meant. But yeah. I just mean... But again, like the full title of this movie, G.I. Joe Origins. So it is... Again. You know, it's supposed to be G.I. Joe. Uh, you get a couple of characters. What do they call him? Was he... Like the original Joe, it was... Is he like Stone? It was the Bruce Willis character from Retaliation. They reference him. Anyway, they're alluding to things that we're probably never going to see again. Yeah, yeah but I mean, if, we, if we're talking the future, I don't think, I don't think it's going anywhere. And I think that's a reflection of this movie and I guess how not great it was and it wasn't great. It wasn't even, it wasn't even that good. It was you know okay, what? and that's the biggest compliment I can give. Let's okay. let's do it. Let, let's actually rate it. Put a number on it. What would you give this movie out of five? This might seem a bit harsh. Two out of five, which might seem low because I said it's not bad, but I mean, two. Yeah, like it's it's okay. Any less than two would be like yeah. You know, now we're getting into negative territory. I'm not gonna summarize. I feel like I've done already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the movie's okay. It's 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 okay, but two out of five. That says it all. Yeah, I, I'm the same. Two. I, I couldn't bring myself to give it anything more than two. I mean, I, I've said it already. It's a Snake Eyes movie, but other than the last ten minutes, it doesn't really feel like a Snake Eyes movie. It doesn't feel like Snake Eyes on screen. I mean, clearly, I'm not a diehard for this character. So that's okay. You know, I watched it as a movie. Yeah. But I'm certainly not interested in following this character in a sequel or... Uh, this is enough yeah. for me. It, yeah, the movie just... I, I feel like... Came and I went. feel like they miss, they miss so much of what makes the character and, uh, you know, his part in the world that fans of the franchise or the, or the IP would be turned off. And I guess... Where maybe more so me than you, that like I'm a prime example of, you know, someone on the outside coming in and being like, "Hey, like, let's see if I love this franchise and this world, and I want to know more." And it's not appealing to me. So I mean, if if it's turning away the fans and the, the you know outsiders, who's this movie for? I mean, yeah, I mean, again, like to go back to what I was saying before, I'm like you. I didn't follow GI Joe growing up, and we talked about Mask. I had the mask toys. I didn't have G.I. Joe. So I'm like you, an outsider. So maybe mm. Snake Eyes is similar or close to what it's supposed to be and we're thinking he should be more. Who knows? But it clearly wasn't, wasn't enough for us. <laughs> there wasn't enough origins in this origins movie. No, not for the title character. Anyway, like you say, it's more of an origins for... Storm Shadow. I always have to pause and think, what's his name again? Which two words have to put together? Storm and Shadow. That's it. Okay. So I've got some trivia. Not for this movie because there's not really a lot. And then I thought, well, I can't just do Rise of Cobra because I've done that already on Sounds Like Comics. <laughs> so instead, I've got my trivia from the G.I. Joe TV series, the cartoon 
Right. 85. Okay. You know, that, that series, it ran for 85 episodes. That's not the trivia. That's just extra. You can have that. Good effort, but That's good effort. That's good effort, yeah. Plans were made to have the character Rocky Balboa join the G.I. Joe team <laughs> in 1987. So that's a year after the TV series wrapped. In fact, Marvel Comics' G.I. Joe Order of Battle issue two contained a dossier for Balboa and Hasbro designed a prototype figure with Sylvester Stallone's likeness. Additionally, a new character, Big Boa, was added to the Cobra roster, complete with boxing gloves to act as Rocky's Cobra counterpart and foil. A deal could not be reached to use Stallone's likeness, however, and Marvel wound up retracting the Balboa dossier, instead deciding on Sergeant Slaughter to be G.I. Joe's trainer and celebrity spokesperson. So at some point, <laughs> 87, Rocky Balboa was going to be a part of G.I. Joe. My God. Instead of Rocky Balboa, <laughs> we've got Big Boa. A guy with boxing gloves. There you go. How mental is that? Oh, wow. That's pretty mental. That's, I mean, you weren't that's... expecting Rocky Balboa trivia, were you? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's all part of it. It's all part of it. But, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, why the hell not? If they, I mean, they tried, and that's the, uh, that's, the main, that's the main part. Much like this movie, they tried. I mean, you can't take that <laughs> away from them. They certainly tried. <laughs> Well, that's it for our review of Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We are on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film Street Podcast. And we also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review, and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. All our episodes can be found on our website, thatfilmstewpodcast.com. If you missed it, we recently reviewed The Suicide Squad and The Ice Road. And keep an eye out for our next review, Candyman. You've been listening to Luke and Jason, the guys from That Film Stew. See you soon. <laughs>